into Turbo Drive Live on Sega Sonic Radio. Hello, people, and welcome to Turbo Drive Live on Sega Sonic Radio. I'm back again, Friday, and... Uh, blah, 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 Friday, 8 a.m. Oh my god, my head's so minced. No, it's 8 p.m. P.m. Like... Right new, um, <clears throat> so yes, welcome to the show again. Uh, ooh, I'm whoa, just a, a little hey, hey ooh, yay, ooh, hey, hey, uh-huh. just a, a little loopy. Um, just uh, talking to people, just coming off off the live because I was actually with uh, the people that I play with on Xbox Live. It's uh, quite. Uh, 
the quite the thing, quite the uh, the adrenaline rush and blah. So yeah. Uh, anyway, I'm back for another show. Obviously, I have pestered people into uh, you know uh, listening in, obviously because. Everyone, everyone was everyone was confused of what time Turbo Drive Live starts, and obviously, if you're a, a loyal uh, Turbo Drive Live fan, you'd know that I mentioned a time move from Sunday to Friday about f- f- four weeks four weeks ago, you know. And yet, people have not yet to cut uh, you know uh, catch up to speed. So anyway. Other than that, we're just going to be fine. Hunky-dory and whatnot. So yes, um, I was also talking to other people on MSN, you know, talking about various things and uh, agreeing to people that uh, certain things were correct at a certain time period and whatnot. But um, other than that, I'm, I'm, I'm fine. I'm absolutely fine. Um, so yes, um... So yeah, um, I hope everyone's doing alright. Uh, I'm back again for another show, and what we got in store? Uh, 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 well, we got Sonic News Rewind. Not much this week, although I did find another story that's not on Sonic St- uh, on the Sonic Stadium news ports. Um, uh, there's also uh, what was it? TFI Turbo Search Impressions is a game review. It was actually from last week's game release, um, back on the 26th of June, and uh, I finally caught up and finally finished this game. So uh, I'm gonna tell you people all about this one. And I did actually hint. I did actually talk about it in my most recent YouTube video on Turbo on the Turbo Zone. So if you've seen it, you probably know what I'm talking about. If not, then stay tuned. Um, and then finally, if you've got any requests, then send them to me at either my email address, which is turbo at tfmx.co.uk, or uh, you can send them right into the IRC chat room, which is, of course, uh, the IRC Sonic Stadium chat room. Chat room. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, uh, just double click on my name and send me a private message with your request. And it remember, it is one request per person. Uh, so uh, to just keep it a little minimal uh, to that. Uh, and speaking of the IRC chat room, we've got a couple of people in there. Probably not listening, which is the norm, of course. Uh, we've got people like Birdie, MK, Spondy, Fly, uh, Biafra... Uh, uh, Big C, Blitz Chris, who's asleep just now, which is typical because it is well about uh, eight o'clock, uh, six o'clock in the morning just now over there. So, uh, D'Artagnan, Gerbilsoft, Cabasis. Uh, I haven't a clue what that means. Is it Cababusis? Cababasis? It's like I'm trying to, you know, jam a squirrel down my throat. Um, 
Miles Prower, Minus, Ringtail Fox, Sonic AD, Staff, Tricky, and myself. Yay! So, that is Coolios. Of course, not many people in here. But uh, before I continue the show and go, in, uh, go into our musical segue to uh, Sonic News Rewind, I am really, 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 really pissed off at the media right now. You know why? Because they cannot shut up about Michael Jackson. Everywhere I turn and every t- way, everywhere I go to, I always hear the radio, I always hear the TV, I always hear everything that is in the proximity of my sound range babbling on, bone, moaning, bitching, blah, 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 about Michael Jackson. And really, it has gotten to the point where it is just too much. Yes, he was a big celebrity. Yes, he did He did make Thriller. Yes, he did do possibly some of the greatest music videos back in the 80s. But he, here's the key word, people. Was. Was. Not now. Not in the future. Not anywhere in the coming months, years, decades, centuries that are going to be coming up in the next, you know, in Earth's history. It was was. And it's the past tense. And we shouldn't be remembering past tenses. Especially Michael Jackson. Because, really, you know, what was he like before? uh, Or what was he like after all that success? Do we need to remember that? No. So, frankly, I would like to actually forgive and forget Michael Jackson. And apparently no one wants to shut up about it. No one ever wants to shut up about it. It's always in the media. It's always in the state. It's always in the bloody, you know, it's on YouTube. Everyone's doing fucking tributes for the guy. And I'm fucking getting pissed off because you don't need to tribute a man who was... At the highest height of his career, the greatest idol, a pop idol in you know the music industry, uh, who then just suddenly just went bonkers out of his ma- uh, out of his mind and uh, mutilated himself and you know put himself through all this tr- tragedy and torment and God knows what else. So really, should we actually be talking about this guy ever? Even after he's dead? No! So, why don't you people, especially the media, shut up about it? Because it's really pissing me off. Really, it is! Because it gets to the point where I just want to throw my radio out the window. And it's not too far of a distance to the ground, it's just about like two feet. But still, I would actually like to take my personal radio and just go to the highest point in Inverness, possibly the castle, and just throw it into the, the you know, the, the river below. And it's just, ugh, because I ain't that pissed off. And they always constantly, 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 at work, play Michael Jackson music. Every, every hour, after, every hour, hour after hour, they always play a track from him. And I'm thinking... Okay, this is freaking overkill. Seriously, stop it. Stop it with the Michael Jackson tribute. Stop it with the Michael Jackson news reports and 
all this about the custody of his kids. We don't need to know about the custody of his kids. That's between the fucking families. It doesn't ca- it doesn't matter. It doesn't need to be in the freaking media, you know. So frankly, and all this talk about oh the family was uh, you know family showed his uh, showed their you know uh, despair about Michael Jackson passing away and blah 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 blah. Newsflash, people. The family didn't give a shit. The family didn't even acknowledge his existence until like two weeks ago. Um, but after that, he was just part of this. He was not part of the family anymore. He was just cast aside like 10, 20 years ago, 10 years ago. So, frankly, um, it's all bull. It's all bull. And I'm getting sick and tired of it. I'm getting sick and tired of the media and the people going, Oh, we love you, Michael Jackson. Rest in peace. No. I'm just getting pissed off about it. So, right here now on Turbo Drive Live, no more mentioning of MJ ever again. Great. So, anyway. With that blockade, uh, you know, pushed aside for a good reason um, let's get into some music to brighten up our day um, with some Crush 40 I love my Crush 40 I love Crush 40 they're great and in fact they actually give us uh, gives us a hint to one of the news stories that was on Sonic Stadium this past week for Sonic News Rewind coming up next on Turbo Drive Live
Rewind! Hey people, welcome back. It's time for Sonic News Rewind on Sega Sonic Radio. And, yeah, I'm just trying to get my news reports up and running. Up and running, up and running, up and running to kick your ass. And, uh, yeah. Just to let you know that, uh, some, uh, obviously, news related to Sonic News Rewind. Um, the Sonic Stadium will be back, uh, well, the Sonic Stadium is currently going through, uh, it's like, uh, server moving just now. So, things are getting moved and whatnot, so everything is going back, uh, going to a new server again. To stop all this kind of, like, downtime nonsense that's been happening over the past couple of weeks. Or a couple of days. Or a couple of hours. Whichever way you take it. And, um... <clears throat> with, uh... Obviously... It, sh it should be finished now. So, really, you know... It's obviously... But anyway... <laughs> uh, the other news that I was going to uh, talk about was SSR related. Being that the Sonic Hour itself... Will be, uh... Coming back, uh... You know... The Sonic Hour itself... Uh, we'll be coming out, uh, coming back mm, on the 12th of July. 12th of July, so that'll be in two weeks' time. Uh, I believe uh, is this six, or is that next week? Next week, sorry. Um, yeah, so that'll be next sa uh, next Sunday to join with uh, fellow. Fellow, uh, kind of like awesome saws man that is AUK Kev uh, Ava and uh, his partner partner in crime or holy matrimony or uh, is it bow chicka wow wow um, is uh, <laughs> uh, Echo Hawk uh, yeah so. Uh, I'm probably gonna get I'm probably gonna get dominated uh, on TF2 by Kev after that call. So yeah, oops. But uh, other than that, uh, actual Sonic news that has been going on on the Sonic Stadium. Uh, we have uh, news that a Sonic hoodie is coming to HMV. In fact, it was actually released this Friday, I believe it says on the quote. Uh, saying that uh, it's gonna be released at uh, twenty nine ninety nine, quite expensive. Um, so yeah, you know, actually coming out on Monday, sixth of July. So yeah, uh, but yeah, I'm actually if it comes to the store that I'm closest to, might actually pick it up. Just might. Uh, and it does actually look alright. It's got like the Sonic silhouetted eyes on the back, and then the kind of like the same kind of like Sonic coming from the top, bottom to the top kind of thing. It, it, I don't know. Just ha uh, have a look at yourselves um, for that. Uh, and uh, the US uh, was. Uh, 
in the US, apparently Sonic, uh, the Sonic brand alone raked in uh, a whopping $163 million off the year of 2008. Uh, this was uh, covered in Sega Nerds, uh, saying that uh, the Sonic franchise was the 11th uh, what was it? The eleventh uh, uh, most profitable brands out of thirty of last year. Um, being that uh, the two most attributed games was uh, Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games and Sonic Unleashed. Um, there's actually a story related to this. Being that um, the story related to this is that the playtime for Sonic games was. Uh, Per per person on uh, like Sonic games in I think it's in the states as well. Uh, talking about uh, the play times for all the all the Wii Sonic tiles that have been released, not the 360 or the PS3 versions that came out. It's all the Wii games related to Sonic the Hedgehog, and apparently um, it's quite uh, surprising to see. That uh, people were playing Sonic and the Black Knight a little more, a little more than Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games, which, eh, give or take, obviously it's a different concept. But uh, obviously Sonic Unleashed was at the top, I believe, uh, with uh, the most uh, amount of hours being that of 14 hours per person um, was being played. So yeah quite interesting and you can find that news story on kotaku.com where they also have other various related uh, time consented uh, news reports based on the figures of how how many units were sold over the year and whatnot. So anyway. uh, Right. So yeah, that's all your news stories for this week. Um, you know, a lot of people have been doing stuff and whatnot. So yeah, I better get my emails out as well. So because apparently a good whopping seven of you are listening in, which is quite all right. So yeah, good whopping seven. Uh. <laughs> brilliant uh, that's cool Bifra doing a request there brilliant uh. yeah and I'm getting an email from Borders I hate Borders sometimes is it They're douchebags. It's like they're douchebags in the hay hole. Miserable. Anyway. So yeah. Uh, so yeah. What else have I been, have, have I been doing? Well, I've been getting ideas in my head. You know, which is crazy. I know. Terrible having ideas. Oh dear God, the world's coming to an end. Uh, but no, I have been getting ideas of uh, whatnot and various other things but um, yeah it's just one of those things where it's just like uh, an epiphany comes around and then it's like ooh I like that I- idea yeah and it's like I would like to do that hmm uh, but yeah 
uh, I was just trying to think around, obviously, and um, I was watching a lot of kind of like parodies of like uh, films and whatnot, and uh, the one that I was looking at the most was the Pulp Fiction parodies, uh, especially the scene where uh, Samuel L. Jackson just goes up to the character uh, uh, who's uh, who just basically just says what to everything. Um, and I just think that's just one of the most hilarious scenes I've ever seen in, uh, you know, in music, uh, not music, in, in cinema. And, you know, there's a lot of parodies of it. There was a TF2 parody. Uh, there was various other things as well. So I was think, um, thinking, obviously, there's been Sonic ones as well. But I, want, I wanted to do my own kind of, like, twist to it. So... I wanted to do it live action and then have like um, one of my Sonic, you know, Sonic plushes just like in a corner or in my chair. And I'm just like, uh, it's like, what does uh, Marcellus Wallace look like, Sonic? <laughs> and then have a soundbite of either, you know, any Sonic voice that, that just says what. And, uh, and I just, you know, Throw my throw my little table to the floor and it's like, what country are you from? Or or better yet, what planet are you from? And that would be hilarious if I could put it into motion. But um, no, that's just one of the ideas that has uh, that I have in my head um, for something. But yeah, um, but another idea that came came to my mind. I don't know if you saw my YouTube video on YouTube, uh, the Turbo Zone uh, videos that I do. Uh, I have an idea for uh, doing a Turbo's Top 3 uh, on YouTube, where basically I just take the Top 3 Enter Subject here uh, kind of like thing or deal where I it'll be like uh, the best or the worst or the most challenging, the most obscure, the most uh, the most annoying, the most most pleasing, the most sexiest, or whatever, and uh, the list can go on and on and on. And um, the the game that I'm going to be doing for TFI gave me the idea for that because it's got a, su a couple of subjects in it that I really want to talk about uh, in the game. But yeah, uh, we'll go into a musical break to get into TFI for TFI's Friday. Uh, <clears throat> Uh, time off, time off acting, whatever. I don't know. I'm I've lost it. I've lost it. Oh dear God, I've lost it all. And of course, uh, apparently I did. I didn't have a music. Um, I didn't have uh, what was it? Something to lead me into it, which kind of sucks. Um. Uh, what was also doing that? Um, uh, what was the other thing that I was talking about or thinking about? Oh, that'll do. That'll do. That'll do nicely. Although it'll probably annoy a lot of people. Um, but uh, what I was also doing today, uh, this past week. Well, sweating a lot. <laughs> yeah, I it, apparently it's humid as hell over here. I don't know why. It's just like, oh dear God, it's just humid. I I mean, 
you know, you know, you t you hear these stories of uh, people in the states that have like, uh, you know, uh, weather weather temperatures of like thirty degrees Celsius, and it's like, dear God, I wouldn't stand five minutes in that heat ever. Uh, and that's possibly one of the reasons why I want to stay in my own country because my body isn't adapt ad adapted to another country's climate. Uh, that's why I didn't like it when I went to Amsterdam one week, where it was humid and fucking hot as hell. It was just like the oh, it was hot. Really, it was. So. Um, and <laughs> I didn't like it one bit. So, yeah. So, if I was ever te if I was ever, ever asked to move to another uh, move to another country for a job's sake or whatever, I would say no, thank you. I'm I'm fine where I am. Um, I don't need to move. You know. Uh, you know. I just wouldn't stand the heat I couldn't hand, hand I, I, I just wouldn't handle the heat at all and uh, Bifra is right you know it's like Texas would kill me literally because I know how hot it can be uh, when going down there and uh, no I just think it's just so hot it's damn hot here that if I goes anywhere else it's just gonna be worse ten times worse probably Okay, maybe not ten times worse, but maybe like two times worse. I don't know, but uh, it'll be hot, damn hot, real hot, hotter than a, you know, taco, a super taco, or something. I don't know, but um, anyway, I'm gonna play you uh, "Still Alive" uh, from uh, Portal. You know, remember "Still Alive," but uh, yeah. So yeah, um, I'll let you play the uh, play play uh, play yuck. So yeah, um, yeah. Sorry, uh, it's just my saliva is just totally going. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. We got uh, the still alive song from Portal play it coming up next and uh, TFI TFI and uh, big cl big clue for you people of what the game is that I'm going to be talking about this week it's basically a sequel to a DS game that came out in 2005 and it was a mystery game okay so think about that think about the mystery game that came out the mystery puzzle solving game that came out in 2005 for the DS. It'll give you some thinking. And I will uh, catch you in a bit on Turbo Drive Live. This was a triumph. I'm making a note here. Huge success. It's hard to overstate my satisfaction. Aperture science We do what we must Because we can For the good of all of us Except the ones who are dead But there's no sense Crying over every mistake 
First impressions, TFI Friday on Turbo Drive Live, and I <clears throat> hope you guys had a good think about it. Uh, it this game I'm going to be talking about is the sequel to uh, a DS game that came out in 2005. Funny fact: uh, the game actually, the game on the DS, the DS original, actually came out on the same day in Japan as the time set in the game itself, which was February 25th, uh, 2005. No one knows about that yet? No? I'll get him? Fair enough. Uh, of course, it goes by two names, but I'm going to be calling it by its original name, by both Japanese and UK. The game is called Another Code R, A Journey into Lost Memories. For the Wii, and Another Code R is the sequel to Another Code, Two Memories on the DS. Now, Another Code R, Another Code for, uh, you know, Another Code uh, as a series. It's a mystery, uh, mystery puzzle solver uh, where you take control of a, a female character known as Ashley Mizuki Robbins. 
and uh, in the first game she was uh, just coming up 14 uh, the, the story and plot for another code R is that it's two years after the uh, events of the first game uh, being that you um, you as Ashley are now a 16 year old at the height of her puberty lovely and uh, <laughs> uh, you have been neglected by your father again um, being that uh, your father uh, Robert I think his name is Robert Rob uh, not Robert um, I can't remember his name need to get the instruction book because I suck at remembering names suck at names 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 Richard Robbins yeah sorry <coughs> yeah Richard Robbins uh, who is the father of uh, uh, Ashley now um, he ha he after the events of the first game said that he was gonna be with Ashley you know and be with her and blah 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 but then suddenly he got a job at this uh, research facility uh, and he said he would meet her every weekend and then it starts stopping and then about six months before the game started he didn't see her at, uh, at all like whatsoever so uh, so yeah about uh, on in August uh, August 25th I believe or August 24th uh, August 27th is it uh, I can't remember. It's August something, anyway. It's one day in August twenty, uh, August two thousand seven. Um, yeah. So it's now August. Uh, she gets a letter from her dad. She also gets a brand new DAS. If you don't know what the what the DAS means, uh, the DAS stands for Dual. Uh, dual another system. Uh, uh, or DAS. And the design for the DS, uh, the DAS, this time around, is actually the same design as the, uh, the DSI this time around. Although it state, it keeps the original functions of the uh, DAS that you had in the first game. Being that it can take pictures, you can merge them, do anything and whatnot. But it also has a couple of other features in it as well, which you unlock in the you know in the premise in the premise of the game. That's what I'm trying to explain. Um, so yeah, and apparently it's this invitation you have to go to Lake Juliet. Uh, is it Lake Juliet or Lake Juliet? Uh, Juliet, yes. As in Romeo and Juliet. Uh, Lake Juliet is the center centerfold of like uh, where his, uh, her father's, you know, uh, research lab is. But it's also got like a, a family retreat, or uh, like a camp site place, uh, ver uh, which is close to the 
to said research facility. But yeah. Uh, hmm. But yeah. Um, so yeah, what's the whole premises of it? Well, it's basically your. Well, basically, if you've played the first one, you know what's expected in the uh, second one. Uh, you're going to con take control of Ashley, but this time around, you only play. You only play with the Wiimote alone. Pretty much. Um, basically, to move your character, you you can either point your cursor to the arrows on the screen, or you can use the D-pad, which I usually use a lot. Uh, you can interact with obviously uh, items in the road by pushing up on it. Uh, if it's up, it, if it's below you, you can push down, and then that'll show you whatever. Um, but uh, yeah, you're probably wondering what the whole control scheme for it as well. For it as well, it's basically you are on a 2D playing field for moving around in the world so you can go left and right. There are aspects where you can get, go to a junction and you can go either up or down uh, that junction. Um, and then you'll go back to a 2D plane where you can just continue running. Unless you go into an uh, an area where it actually switches to a, uh, a first person view of uh, the area that you're in. And it also makes it a free uh, in certain other areas. You can make it a three-dimension uh, view, being that the camera is over the, over the shoulder of Ashley, and you are looking from her perspective where you're looking at. So, yeah, that's how it, basically how the world is designed for in terms of like movement and investigation. Uh, Pretty much anything and everything can be investigated upon, and you'll get various kind of like descriptions of what it is, if it's useful, if it does whatever and whatnot. Uh, but basically, it's your. It's basically if you played the first game, if you played the first game on the DS, then you're there's not much differences, un uh, except for it's on the Wii. They've integrated a. Uh, control scheme where it's like a, a two, di two dimensional side scroller such design and then three dimensional three dimensional rooms for for investigation and whatnot um, other than that not much else to say about that now the so gameplay for like you know doing puzzles and whatnot. Um, they're very clever, especially when you get into the later levels or the later chapters, as such. Uh, the game's actually separated into nine, into nine chapters, which is three more, I think, three more than the previous, ver uh, the first version, uh, the first one on on the on the DS. And they're long. Oh yes, they're long. If you're gonna be investigating everything and trying to talk, trying to go through every possible angle and trying to solve, you know, certain puzzles and whatnot, then uh, 
you know, you're going to be spending a quite, you know, yeah, it's going to be quite a thing that's going to be, uh, <laughs> great. Minus is just joined in of what I'm talking about. And uh, the game we're talking about is another code R, A Journey into Lost Memories, which came out last week here in the UK. Um, so just to let you get you back up to speed, minus. Um, so yes, anyway. Um, uh, dear, I'm just trying to think. I'm sorry. I've just got I've just got like Chinese right here, and I I'm so tempted to be eating it, but I can't just now because I'm talking. <laughs> Duh. Um, but it might go cold. Uh, yeah. But anyway, gameplay puzzles are actually very intriguing. Uh, some are tricky as hell, especially into the later uh, points of the game, where. Um, you know, the game, you know, you're, you're trying to understand what it is you're trying to do. Uh, what it is that these symbols mean and what what do you need to do to try to open this and whatnot. And you just find out by just doing random things, <laughs> kind of. And, uh, uh, anyway. Uh... So the puzzles can be tricky and whatnot, and that kind of like gave me the impression of like, uh, you know, it's a good. G it is actually a very good game, if you like that style of game. If you like your mysteries, uh, you know, kind of like mystery puzzle solver games. Um, but uh, in terms of uh, understanding the the plot twists and whatnot, you will understand the plot twists by chapter two or three. Well, actually, no. Uh, you'll probably understand the whole pl plot twist by by chapter six or something like that. You'll understand uh, the whole endeavor of what the, what is happening. But while also going through and po solving puzzles and whatnot, uh, you're actually also trying to remember why. You were uh, you you know you understand why you are remembering certain things about your mother's your dead mother's uh, you know uh, past. Being that uh, Ashley herself, the character that you're playing as, is trying to it has gets these kind of like flashbacks of her be uh, her being in you know coming to this. Uh, coming to this area again, Lake Juliet. And while she's remembering all this stuff, she also get goes through the most terrible luck, of course, being that uh, her her bag gets stolen at the very beginning of the game. Um, her dad is neglected, neglecting her. She's getting pissed off. She gets pissed off. She basically has the attitude of a regular 16-year-old teenage girl um, but the also thing also the other thing about how this game kind of like uh, you know 
makes this makes the game longer is the dialogue. The dialogue is heavy as hell. I mean, there's so much dialogue that you can pretty much you can pretty much put this into a 500 page novel or something like that. Uh, or a 500 page short novel or so or something anyway. But uh, yeah, I mean <laughs> that that's the only thing that'll probably bore you to sleep is the dialogue. You'll just have to go through tons and tons and tons of dialogue. But here's the good thing. Um there's no voices. And here's the bad thing. There's no voices. And I'm thinking, well, would I like voices in this game or wouldn't I like these voices? Because apparently the characters themselves do have like emotional body emotion ba uh, emotional body language depending on what they're trying to say or trying to talk about uh if they're if their text is in like uh you know uh if text has like an explanation point or something like that it would you know the character character emotions you know kind of like a force, forceful aggressive tone um, towards the person they're talking to, and uh, yeah, you know, it's like that's all good and all, but when you have no di when you have no vo vocal dialogue and it's just all text, there's no point of looking at that, uh, you know, uh, expressions uh, when you're actually reading the dialogue, you know, but. Uh, I don't know. It's it. Sometimes you can notice it just by the sheer, you know, blind side of your eye. Um, but other times, it's like you know what's happening in terms of body language. But but that's it's not an annoying thing. But the most annoying thing is is that uh, there's always a lot of like the music. I love the music, by the way. I love the music. I think it's one of the most uh, tranquil music pieces in a game since um, since uh, I can't remember of another game right now, but uh, I, I think since uh, well, since the first one, I guess you know the first another code, but uh, there could be other tranquil music pieces that I forgot back in other games. But um, no, another code R's uh, music is very tra tranquil in cases. But there are some pieces of music that just annoy the crap out of me, especially the one where if a person goes what, it just goes do do, because you will be hearing that a lot more than anything in the game. Uh, You'll be hearing that a lot more than you know the kind of like uh, successful chime when you've done a puzzle correctly, uh, or something like that. And it just drives you insane after the you know tenth time it happens where a person just goes what and it goes do do, you know, and it's not nice at all. But um, other than that, I like the musical score on Another Code R. It's actually quite good. And you're probably wondering, does the pre uh, presentation of graphics look any better? Oh yeah, 
definitely. Um, I like the artistic style of how they did it with uh, another Code R. Uh, I mean, it's not realistic and it's not fake. Um, it's kind of like a blend of the two, um, where it kind of like uh, uses fiction and f fiction and facts in as one. And people say many reviewers have classed it as cell shading. Uh, I don't class it as cell shading because they're not. There's no cells. It's not the bodies and the environment uh, environments are not cell shaded. It's not a cell shaded game, because uh, it's more of an artistic style rather than a cell shading style. Um, because thing is like everything is flat, rounded, everything's curved in all places it's not jagged it's not a, it it has a cartoony feel but it also has a, a a little bit of realism in it as well not too much to freak out the player um or push the boundaries of the the Wii but i actually class this as pro probably one of the beautifully most beautiful looking games that's on the Wii uh this year you know and that's saying a lot, but of course, because uh, there's been a few games that uh, kind of rival it. But uh, other than that, no, I say that Another Code R is one of the games that has me, you know, saying that is beautiful, you know. So, yeah. So now the only thing that I have one complaint about this game is its price tag. It's a, it's a forty pound game. Really, I do not see a lot of people buying this game on the Wii. Mainly because, obviously, these type of games so far are getting a big hit on the DS. Mainly, mainly, Professor Layton. Which I think is the game that kind of, like, stole the show and stole the limelight from Another Code. Because Another Code had this idea... Long before Professor Layton came around, another code had this battle plan down and done, and you know has sorted it, sorted it out from the get-go. But then he, in comes Professor Layton and totally steals the limelight that another code had that couldn't be exploited, and they exploit it for all they want. Uh, level five just totally exploited. Uh, uh, sink, sing, sings, uh, thunder, pretty much. So I don't know. I don't know if you know the women, uh, because mainly women play these games. But I, I play this game. I mean, I love the original. I played it on the original DS. I played it when it was brands, brand spanking freaking new, and uh, I was talking about it. I say it was a great game. It was short, but it was a great game. But um, Everyone was ridiculing it, you know. Don't know why, but uh, really, it doesn't make any sense. But yeah, so to many people, obviously, I say, I say, try to find yourself a copy of another code, two memories, or in the states, it's called trace memory. Um, try to f uh, try to find a copy of it on the DS. And give it a playthrough. That way you'll be ready for another code R. Um, because it's a, it's pretty much a direct sequel 
to the game. It's just its timeline has jumped two years, but all all the kind of like presence, all continuity is intact. It it does reference the first game, and it does actually spoil the first game for you. It actually does reveal who the person who killed um, Ashley's mother in the first game, which she was trying to find out, and the second game just enhances who actually killed her, who who was in the shadows controlling and masterminding this endeavor, and um, um, you'll probably find out who that is by the sixth chapter in uh, another code R, but uh, besides the point, uh, you will actually know. Uh, you you would want to find out after you played the first game, but uh, other than that, no, it's it's a good game. Although the price tag a forty pound for this game is quite a quite a steep, uh, you know, steep uh, hill as such. I mean, it was lucky for myself because I was I work at a generic game shop, so I'm fine. But uh, for other people, it might be a little out of your price tag for now. Um, hints of it actually going down in price is kind of slim. But uh, being that it is actually, a, it took me 17 hours to finish this game on my first playthrough. Uh, I think it's semi-worth it. Just semi-worth it. Uh, unless you are actually actually interested in the series and you have a, you are a fan of this series since the DS original then I highly recommend getting this game and continuing the story of Ashley Mizuki Robbins um, oh yeah that's another thing that I hate about the game is that um, Ashley always pre presents herself as Ashley Mizuki Gr uh, Robbins. She doesn't say any. She doesn't say, "Oh, I'm Ashley." No, she has to literally say her entire name to everyone, you know, just to to prove the point that I am, I am Ashley Mizuki, Gray Ray Robbins, whatever. And you know, it's just like, uh, okay, that's like the fifth time you had to do that. Do you really need to do that every time you see a new person? And they ask you for your name? No, I don't think so. Just say Ashley next time. Or Ashley Robbins. Simple. You know, don't make it long. Don't try to force it down their throat. By the way, I digress. But yes, uh, I say Turbo Search Impressions, I say it's actually a good game to pick up. Possibly a rental first, though. If you haven't played the game and uh, you want to try it out but it is like I said it's a steep price tag of 40 quid 40 quid for another code R I was really expecting it to be uh, 35 at least but uh, 40 quid the whole the full re retail price for a Wii game now is well a little stretchy net so uh, if you want to wait a wee while to for it to go down in price and not, whatnot. Be my guess, but if it's gonna be anything like the first game, where distribution of the game will be pulled very quickly, then I highly recommend that you, you know, get a, you know, 
get a copy of the game as soon as possible. You know, if you're into this, mis uh, unless you're into this mystery mystery puzzle solver thing. But I, there is one thing that I hated it about the box art is that it has a big sticker saying "Read and Solve" like a mystery novel, and frankly, that is not intended. That is not really needed on the front of a box art. I like the box art the way it was, which was just the title and then the art the art design of uh, Mizuki uh, Ashley and her father at the river or water or lake or whatever and seeing their reflection in the water. And uh, that's what I liked, but other than that, yeah, fair enough. So anyway, let's get some requests uh done. Uh, I was like, uh, so yeah, this was a request that Biafra wanted to play or wanted it to be played. I'll go check my email, see if anyone has been. Punching, punching up any kind of like uh, punching up any other. Uh, it's very hot again. It's just now. Oh yeah, no emails as usual. So yeah. But yeah. Uh, here is uh, Biofra's request being that of Knuckle Duster from the Project Chaos album uh, done by Daniel Baron Baronowski Baronowski right. so anyway enjoy and see you on the other side because there won't be any requests after that <laughs> yeah <laughs>
There's no turning back
There we go, that was uh, Catch Me If You Can, the Rocking Beats mix from Rumblebee, from the Speed Beats Grand Prix album for Sonic Riders. Uh, <coughs> sorry, I was just wolfing down my uh, my supper, so uh, now I have a hot mouth and indigestion, a little bit of indigestion, but uh, other than that, I'm fine, I'm fine, hunky-dory, perfect. So yeah, <coughs> uh, and also before that uh, we had uh, also Magnify with All Hail Shadow from Shadow the Hedgehog's uh, official, uh, well, official soundtrack and whatnot. So yeah, um, yes. Uh, well, um, I think I might be calling it a night. Uh, other than I will probably talk about. Something that kind of happened uh, at uh, work on the Thursday. Uh, basically, it was... Now, I don't know if anyone was noticing about the frequent summer rain that was going around up north. But it was crazy. I mean, I, it was crazy, man. There was thunder and lightning everywhere. It was like, boom, bam, wham, kabam, blew it. Um, yeah, we got like a light, we got like a big thunderstorm, um, uh, up in the north, and I was actually working at the time, and the the thunder, the thun, you know, the lightning storm and the rain, the heavy rain was causing a lot of problems in the centre itself, in the shopping centre that my sh store is, and, uh, uh, basically... Uh, what was happening? Um, what was happening is that it was actually shorting out the hydroelectric uh, hydroelectric uh, dam uh, that was uh, you know you know that powers the the, the shopping center, and it was actually uh, flickering you know making the lights flicker and whatnot, and it also it actually shorted out the emergency emergency evacuation. Uh, message being that uh, uh, basically the emergency activation, uh, the emergency message in the center uh, was activated, so everybody had to get out of the center <laughs> until it was all sorted and whatnot. So uh, yeah, uh, it was crazy. It was crazy on the Thursday and uh, dark, very dark. By as soon as those dark, basically, you saw it was sunny. It was very sunny. Uh, when I was getting in, and then suddenly, pitch it, darkness fell on Inverness. It was just whoa. It's like, is the egg carrier here or something like that? You know, it's like, uh, is the four horsemen of the apocalypse coming down to smite all of us in the darkness? And uh, yeah, it was just that. It was just crazy. Really, it was it, it was crazy as hell. Um. So yeah, you know, uh, it was just one of those. Uh, it was just it was just one of those days where it was just like, like shit hit the fan. Really, it was. It did. It just it was just nuts. But yeah, uh, other than that, not much else I was doing. I mean. Went on to 
360 and uh, updated my copy of uh, what was it? Updated my copy of uh, Gears of War 2 to be ready for the the new uh, DLC that was ha coming. And apparently, the new title update has been launched. I think because the main menu is changed, where it actually shows uh, the deleted the supposedly deleted scene in the campaign on the main menu so you can just literally go into the deleted scene rather than have have to go through the actual campaign again to get to that deleted scene um, but yeah it's just like a DVD you know just like there's uh, here's the deleted scene you can access it you know without having to see the entire movie um, but yeah you know uh, it's kinda cool uh, so other than that, I think I'm thinking I should go and you know, uh, I should be going and catching up with my peeps on Xbox Live for some more TF2 action uh, while chomping through some prawn crackers which will be nice because I'll be able to satisfy my enjoyment and annoy the people that I'm talking to while they hear me crunch 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 on the microphone uh, so yes so yeah uh, don't forget people um, oh shit this fucking thing's wobbly as hell yeah, um, fucking hate that table. It's just wobbly. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, what was I gonna talk about? I was going to talk about uh, shows that are coming up this weekend on Sega Sonic Radio. We have uh, Dark Speeds DJ Dark Speeds on Saturday. Is he on the Saturday now? See, uh, I don't know. Was, uh, I think he was. I think he was uh, at uh, 12 noon uh, UK time with DJ Dustbeast. Um Then on uh, 8 p.m. I think 8 p.m. Yeah, 8 p.m. with uh, Hypersonic's Top 10 Countdown. 8 p.m. UK time uh, for Hypersonic. Then uh, on the s at 11 p.m. Yeah, 11 p.m. You've got uh, I forgot who he is. Oh dear. Uh, ah. DJ Dan, yeah, Dan Dyer uh, is on at 11 p.m. Uh, UK time uh, on Saturday. Who he's actually taking up my old old time slot, which uh, you know would be handy for a lot of people, which is good because uh, really it was tiring me a little bit. So. Um. 
then on a Sunday, you got Radio Redux Live. Um, Radio Redux with uh, Archangel UK and uh, his uh, fiance uh, Echo Hake. Echo Hake. 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 I'm trying to make it rhyme, but obviously I fail. Um, on a Monday, you got Bifra with. Uh, Audio Hijack on Monday, 6 p.m. UK time. Then, um, which is kind of odd. Don't know why he's on that time. Um, <coughs> now, there was a show on Tuesday, but I can't remember who it was. Um, so, yeah, I've totally lost perception of that. Oh wait, no, no. It's supposed to be. It's supposed to be. Uh, what's up? Um, Rory, Rory Raccoon with uh, the, the Raccoon Zone. Uh, but uh, do tune in that time anyway because uh, the twenty-four-seven, you know, twenty-four-seven uh, rule, twenty-four-seven stream will still be active at that time, so you can just tune in left it tuned in until BAM Rory will be popping into your rooms and possibly yiffing you I don't know but I, I think not hopefully hopefully not but uh, now nah, we'll 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 you know keep that to a minimum thank you very much uh, and of course Wednesday you've got um, uh, Phil filling in for Earthheart with uh, Phil's filler show or V'ger's filler show uh, at uh, 9 p.m. UK time as well. So yeah, those are your shows that are going to be coming out in the next seven days until you come right back to me on the Friday with Turbo Drive Live at 8 p.m. UK time. So yes, um, anyway, I will be heading off. I will leave you with uh, Concorde. Uh, Concorde's uh, request of the Sonic Riders Zero Gravity version of Catch Me If You Can. So, yeah. Uh, yes. So, I will see you all next week, same time, at 8 p.m. GMT, uh, 8 p.m. UK time, sorry. No GMTs. Uh, not, no generically modified time schedules. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Here you go. Catch, catch me if you can. The zero, zero gravity uh, version done by Rumblebee. So thanks very much. I'll catch you all next week. Sayonara.
text voicing the triple drive live. Only on Sega Sonic Radio. The number one source for Sonic music.